the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When it comes to the gospel, there is no better book in God's Word than Romans to lay it out for us in no uncertain terms. And the Apostle Paul was up to the task. We're beginning our look at Romans here on Abounding Grace. Join us. book of Romans really is quite amazing. The magnum opus, if you will, for the Apostle Paul, as he lays out in no uncertain terms the glory of the gospel in its purest sense. Welcome to Reformed Heritage's Abounding Grace with Pastor Gary Wagner. Today we are back in our overview look at Romans and what we have in store for us as we move forward in this marvelous series looking at this amazing book. As we begin our time together today, we are reminded by the Apostle Paul here in Romans that we aren't worthy of any of this, but God's kindness, love, and grace has laid it out for us in an amazing fashion. Here's Pastor Gary with more. God didn't have to tell us anything about this. In fact, it is beyond us. But he wanted to humble us and remind us I'm not kept in this faith because I'm anything. I'm not a Christian because I was smarter, because I read the right books, because I am an American. In fact, in this day, that would be a reason why God would not choose someone. I am a Christian, and it is only because of the sovereign mercy of Almighty God. And therefore, I need to humble myself before Him. And within the context, that is a powerful message. Because why were the Jews cut off? I mean, they say, look at our lineage. We have Abraham as our father. The Jews rested in their covenant connection to God in their circumcision. Anyone here resting in their baptism? The Jews boasted, we've got the covenant. Anyone here boasting on Calvinism getting you into heaven? Or, I'm counting on the Reformed faith to get me into heaven. You see, I'm part of this Reformed tradition. Paul said, the Jews were cut off from their own olive tree. The olive tree of faith that they were the natural branches of. They were cut off. And Paul gives a warning to us here, who are Gentiles. He says, listen. You'll be cut off too if you are high-minded and filled with pride rather than with fear. And allow me just to go on a sidetrack for a moment. You see, we don't fear today. But when we are dealing with a holy God, it's not like there are three or four buddies getting together Friday night to watch a ball game and drink a few beers. We are dealing with the holy, righteous God but from all things are naked and open. Every thought I have ever had, everything I have ever felt, 
everything I have ever done. And he is holy, holy, holy and righteous in all of his ways. So for me or you to be presumptuous and say, well, I'm baptized. Yeah, but your life is filthy. But I'm part of the Reformed tradition. Yeah, but you're also filled with pride. Paul says, be careful. Because God will most certainly cut you off. My friends, he cut off the PCUSA. He cut off mainline Methodism. He cut off the mainline Episcopalian church. He cut them off. He cut off the Jews, Abraham's own bloodline. And he will most certainly cut us off if we are high-minded and do not solemnly fear him. But even more, we must have humility and gratitude. Thank you, Father, for saving a wretch such as me. And you know that really is the grand purpose of the gospel. It is to fill our hearts with praise to God. God fulfilled his promises to the Jews, and yet they were all puffed up. God concluded after looking at all this at the end of Romans 11. And what is and what was his conclusion there? Feel good. Do what you want. You'll be in heaven someday, so don't worry about it. God will always forgive you. No, Romans verse 30. For as you in times past have not believed God, you have now obtained mercy through there, the Jews' unbelief. Even so have these also now not believed that through your mercy they also may obtain mercy. For God has concluded or shut them all up in unbelief together that we might have mercy upon all. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Or what has first given, or who was first given to him? And it shall be recompensed unto him again. For of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. Turn with me, if you will, to chapter 15, verses 9 through 12. Here you'll see the same thing. Why has God saved us? 15 and 9. And that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, for this cause I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing your name. And again he says, rejoice you Gentiles with his people. And again praise the Lord all you Gentiles and laud him all you people. And then you also see this in Isaiah who says, there will be a root of Jesse. And he will rise to reign over the Gentiles and him shall the Gentiles trust. This is the gospel's theme, its purpose, its aim, its tendency in our lives when we believe it. To God alone be the glory. For he has done great things. Holy is his name. Salvation is much more than avoidance of hell or personal spiritual principles to make you feel better, my friends. The gospel reveals the righteousness of the holy God from heaven to us poor sinners. And it must be the song of our hearts on earth. 
We must adore it and believe it and turn it over and over again in our hearts and lives. For it is the best news that you and I have ever heard. Think how many people are languishing in hell, perhaps members of your own family at this moment, because they closed their ears to this good news. And the only key that unlocks heaven gates for God to give us a righteousness that is in ourselves, that in ourselves we do not have, and without which we will perish eternally in hell. Sing, all you Gentiles, and glorify him, says Paul. When we don't feel this way about the gospel, that we get tired of hearing about Jesus and the cross, that only says one or two things. One, we are filled with hideous pride, and we do not tremble before the holiness of God. Pride and carelessness have consigned more people to everlasting hell than anything else. But this letter is so wondrous. Apart from its main gospel theme, it meets every conceivable need of our hearts. I ask you, are you fearful? Is anyone here fearful today? Are you weighed down with cares? Are you besieged with the world? Well, hear this promise. Romans 8, 32. He that spared not his son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Do you need encouragement to love and obey God? Do any of you need encouragement are any of you in the doldrums today? Does anyone need encouragement to trust God with your life, with your future, with your eternal destiny? Are you concerned that sin, the world, the flesh, the devil are going to get the best of you? Hear this in Romans eight twenty-eight, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Do you have any anxious an anxious heart today? Do you doubt God's love? I just can't get myself to accept Christ. We hear Romans 5.8. But God commanded his love toward us. And that while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Do you believe sin is going to win the world? And that righteousness is ultimately going to fall by the wayside? Hear this in Romans sixteen twenty, And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. Again, Romans sixteen twenty five and 26. Now to him who has power to establish you according to my gospel and to the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest and by the scripture of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith, all nations. Romans is filled with promises like these beloved. And it's to arm the church with confidence for her war warfare and to fill our hearts with joy. Oh, cling to this gospel. Do you know what Romans is? Understands Romans is not mistakenly looked at as the very purest gospel, most complete in one place. For what is Romans? 
It is the river of life flowing from the throne of God, offering to us poor sinners life and salvation. And it will wipe away your tears if you give yourself to it. And it will inflame you with courage and confidence even more. The gospel is able to bring a new reformation. Our memories are short, and boy, do I understand this. The gospel was in danger of a lot earlier than the Roman Catholic Church. It was in danger in the second and third centuries of being swallowed up by the efforts of many well-mean but very misguided church fathers who wanted to find a synthesis with Greek philosophy and with the Christian worldview as as described in Scripture until Augustine discovered again the doctrines of grace. Other men held to them, but him in particular. And what did he do? He went to war against a man named Pelagius. And he said, what do we have that we have not received? It's the idea of sovereign grace. Then moving up in time, Luther's teaching on Romans to his students very, very early in his career. He sounded the alarm against the abuses of the Roman Catholic Church. And he said, Europe on fire with a hunger and a thirst for the gospel. Do we not need our merciful God to kindle a fire today? A holy fire fed with the fuel of humility and gratitude for his grace. You see, revival and reformation in the church when they are legitimate, are far more than an elevation of feelings. I think a lot of times when we think of revival, we think of it as an exuberance of good feelings. Oh, it's a lot more than that. And it is far more than a desire for mere social change. In fact, many of the revivals that we call revivals in this nation have really died out with the social gospel in one form or another. But in a real revival, what comes to the forefront more than anything else, it is the glory of God's mercy and His grace to us in Jesus Christ. And yes, that is the old story, I know. But isn't it ironic? People are always saying, oh, we need something new. We need some new leaders. We need some new principles. We need some new music. We need a way of New way of worshiping. No, we do not. We don't need anything new in the church of Jesus Christ. We need to believe the old ways again, beloved. We need to go back to the truth of God's word. And for our hearts to be inflamed with just a simple, simple message. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And if we are not inflamed with that... They can throw a hundred new songs at us. A hundred new books with shiny covers and smiling faces. Telling you how every day can be a Friday in your life. But it is really Satan having a field day in the church. And our culture burning in hell forever. Because there is only one thing that affects true heaven sent reformation. And that is when the glory of God's mercy and his grace in Jesus Christ takes hold of the hearts of his people. And tames their pride and gives them a hunger and a thirst for his word once again. You know I mean we, we kind of chuckle today at 
Calvin preaching every morning, every morning at 6 a.m. You say, well, those people didn't have TV or the Internet, and they were farmers and just simple city merchants. But probably they worked harder than most of us do and worked longer hours. And Calvin was just one of these many great preachers who these hard-working people reoriented their lives to hear. Why? I want the word of God. I want to hear about grace and mercy and all of its fullness throughout Scripture. Oh, not us. Preacher, please don't go over an hour each week because that's all I'm willing to give you. You see, we don't love grace. We love ourselves. We don't want revival and reformation. We just want to feel good. And this is the new canon of righteousness in our culture. Think about it. What a difference it would make if we gave ourselves just to the gospel of grace. And we humbled ourselves this afternoon. That God had mercy upon me, a wretch. It would change everything in our lives. What a difference it would make in the world just for believers to be in earnest about submitting to God in their finances. Do you tithe? How about the Sabbath? Do you keep the Lord's day holy? Or when it's possible, do you go to the movies or sporting events? Or do you just do what you want to do? Are you constantly on your phone during worship? It would make a huge difference in our lives if we just kept the Sabbath day holy. Beloved, God has been merciful to us. How can we not want to obey him in everything? How about in your entertainment choices? You know, the world will never tremble before Mount Zion Again, like God promised, it will in Scripture. Unless God comes back into our midst. And he only comes into our midst, beloved, when the gospel of his love and mercy in Jesus Christ, of sovereign grace, of righteousness, not on ourselves, not based upon our decisions, but a gift from heaven comes back to us. And we lay down our lives and we submit to him. So, How have we received this gospel? When we receive the true gospel by faith, it never looks like do your own thing. It never looks like, hey, it's okay to sin a little bit. Show your liberty. This gospel never says, I'm going to look for a fun place to worship. It is never satisfied with shallow views of God and his glory. You know what it does? It makes fathers speak of God's love in their homes. It makes fathers cry over their sins before their children. And do you know what that does? It perhaps makes some sleepy covenant children wake up and say, we don't just go to church on Sunday because we always have. There's always really something to all of this. This is a God who has shown mercy to sinners like me. You know, history is not going to show the glory of, is going to show the glory of God. It doesn't matter who our president is. 
History belongs to God. Jesus is at the right hand of God the Father, and he rules over all. And what could this possibly mean for America? Judged and gone. Bye-bye, like many other empires. All the nations that forget God will be turned into ashes. And beloved, this is not based on my authority. This is not based on my political view. This is based on what God has said. But do you know what? God can still in this nation and in the West effect a mighty reformation and revival. But he's not going to do it. And he won't do it. Unless our hearts are humbled by our sinfulness. And we look at the mercy of God again fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And our hearts are melted You can't keep that kind of gospel in, my friends. you got to talk about it. I challenge you to study this book with me over most likely a year and a half or however it may take as it deserves. You know, Philip Melanchthon, who was a close friend of both Luther and Calvin, one time said, every line in this book should be memorized and meditated upon every day. Now, granted, you may think that is just hyperbole. Well, you may think so, but remember, one of the things Romans teaches us is that our glorious God has revealed his righteousness from heaven to us in the Lord Jesus Christ. What is more important than that? We should never grow tired of this gospel. It's too big. It's too vast. It touches every area of our lives, and we need to taste and see again that God is good now. We need to taste his kindness Dads, you cannot be a good dad unless you are humbled beneath the gospel and say, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. You have saved me. You have died on the cross for my wretchedness. You teach me how to be a father in my home from your word. And if your life, wife, wife doesn't like it, trust me, it doesn't matter. It's your responsibility to preach the gospel no matter what. Mothers, you need to be humbled by the gospel. You need to be tender, but God's word must be your guide for discipline and teaching in your home. God didn't sacrifice his justice and his righteousness so, just so I might feel better. Our faith in one respect is very masculine. It deals honestly with the justice of God and His holiness revealed in Christ. And young people, I'll conclude with you. You will be a casualty to the spirit of our time if you do not hold on to this gospel. I could literally go down a list of young people who have become casualties over the last few years, but I won't do it. But what dangled, what lured, what attracted them? The world, silly baubles, girlfriends, boyfriends, intimacy without commitment. Well, there's only one thing that can take our eyes off the world in a permanent saving way. And that is when our eyes are filled with tears because we are seeing the righteousness of God revealed in the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross. And you realize he did that. 
for his enemy. That was me. It was my judgment. Those were my stripes that he took. Those were mine. He turned his back to the smiters and suffered the flesh ripping whip. That was mine. It should have been me. He gave to Shishem and and spittle for me. He is the one who had a crown of thorns smashed upon his head. It should have been for me. It was my shame that nailed him to the tree. It is my corruption. It is my filth. When you have a sense of how wondrous is the mercy and the grace of God by which you have been saved. And it grows, beloved. It doesn't happen all at once. But as it grows, it changes everything in your life. Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. Oh, let us see God's mercy. That he will show us our sinfulness because we will never... We will never appreciate the remedy of righteousness unless we feel what a miracle God has done in us in forgiving us of our filth and our corruption. And when our hearts are humbled, our lips will utter praise from the rooftops and we will speak of this gospel. Amen. Well, that's all the time we have today. This has been Abounding Grace with Pastor Gary Wagner from Reformed Heritage Church in San Jose. If you'd like to review today's broadcast, we would invite you to contact us for a copy of the program. They're available for just $5. Mention today's date and we'll send a CD your way. Here's where to write to us. PMB number 402, 1484 Pollard Road. That's in Los Gatos, California. The zip code is 95032. Again, that's PMB number 402, 1484 Pollard Road, Los Gatos, California, 95032 is that address. Our phone number, if you'd rather call, 408-866-5607. That's 408-866-5607. Our website is reformedheritage.org. And if you'd like to join us for worship, Sunday services are at 2 p.m. We meet at the Lone Hill Church on 5055 Lone Hill Road in Los Gatos. Directions at our website, reformedheritage.org, or again, call 408-866-5607. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you next time we get together as we continue our studies in God's Word. Until then, may Christ be your abounding grace. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.